the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Welcome to the Andrea K Show. She's blonde, five foot two, and one hundred two pounds of dynamite in a dress. Here she is, Andrea K. And welcome to tonight's Andrea K. Show. <laughs> I'm sorry to start out by laughing. I just got a glimpse of somebody who looked absolutely ridiculous on the monitors in here out, out there at one of them protests. Oh, my. Yeah, might be somebody from that wall of moms out there. We're going to be talking about that a little bit on tonight's show. You heard about the wall of moms, my friend. Have you, y'all heard of them out there? Well, they filed a lawsuit. A few of them did today. Yeah, we got to talk about that. We've got lots to cover on tonight's show. Hopefully, you guys had a great weekend. Hopefully, you recharged your batteries, took a little time away from the craziness that's happening across this country because then we got to get back in. We got to make sure that we're taking some time away, finding ourselves uh, some outlets for angst and for our frustration, uh, getting the peace that we need at times, recharging our batteries, and then getting back in it, okay? Because this is the fight for our lives, and I'm not even exaggerating, and we got to be in it. You can't you can't win it if you ain't in it, right? Isn't that what the kids say or Diamond and Silk say? DNS were trending on Twitter today. We got lots to talk about tonight. Our friend Ed Martin, Brother Ed, who you guys need to listen to every night at 7 p.m. here on uh, The Answer San Diego with his Pro-America report. He's going to be here to tell us what we need to know today. Uh, They're at it again. The Republican Party and the Democrats fighting it out over who can spend the most money when what we really need is to get people back at work and reopen businesses. And you don't have to take my word for it. You could take my you could take the word of the doctors who came out today. The press conference that friend of the Andrea K show, Jenny, Jenny Beth Martin with the Tea Party Patriots led today was absolutely extraordinary. And I'm going to read to you some of the quotes. We didn't have time to pull audio clips in that. Uh, I doubt there was much media play at all for this. I did not see all the mainstream media out at the steps today when these doctors spoke. These are doctors who actually are treating COVID patients. You would think that somebody would be a little curious from CNN or MSNBC. You would think Fauci would be a little curious to see what these actual doctors who are treating patients have to say. We're going to talk about that. Uh, they, speaking of uh, de- uh competing with who can spend the most money yeah there's uh, the republican party have come out with a one trillion dollar spending package and we've got an economist who's going to be here later to help us understand what does that mean for us in the economy will it improve anything i'm open maybe y'all can convince me they keep people locked in their homes keeping businesses shut down i see uh hair salons out there protesting today peacefully protesting wearing masks socially distancing begging a government to allow them to do what they are constitutionally allowed to do, which is operate their business. 888-344-1170. Feel free to call in with anything that's on your mind. 
we San Diego made national news, by the way, the woman that masked that uh, maced somebody at a dog park. If you guys want to talk about that or anything else, we're streaming live right now on Facebook at The Answer San Diego. Follow me on Twitter at Andrea K Show, as well as Instagram and Parlor at Andrea K Show. And the man who kept, kept it rolling Friday night. When I was off and every night of the week is here with me tonight, of course, he'll take your calls and make sure that we make he's the grease that keeps it going. It's also how he fries up his tater skins. It's DJ Potato Skins. We have a gentleman. We need all Americans to be conscious about their actions and to exercise extreme vigilance. I trust all Americans to do the right thing, but we strongly advise everyone to especially, especially focus on DJ Potato Skins. Yeah, I saw a little blurb, Andrea, on the TV about the salon owners out there and one of the things that is just glaring that should be why they should be within their salons getting back to work and you know and helping their customers is because all of the plethora of hours the I forget the number but just so many hours that they have to do to actually become these licensed professionals they know what they're doing they're going to follow the guidelines you got to let them get back to work it's a no brainer well yeah particularly since you know what their business is their private property we have the right under the constitution and the right under god to earn a living The government does not have the right to keep these salon owners shut down. And in the meantime, these same Democrats that are out there arguing to keep people from being able to work and feed their kids are the same people celebrating the crap that's going on in the streets. We've got Jerry Nadler saying that it's a myth that these protests in the streets are, are riots that are becoming violent, even if they were even if. We were to believe the lies going out there that what's happening on the streets of Portland and Seattle and Chicago and all across this country, even if we were to buy the lies that they're nonviolent, you cannot tell us in the same same breath that that hair salon owners and bars that you can that you can, are not allowed to go out and eat chicken wings with a beer, but you can eat lasagna with a beer that that those same people laying down those arbitrary rules are celebrating the anarchists in the street. It is absolutely outrageous in this country, and it is time for every American to speak out and speak out like those doctors did today. I don't know. Did you see this? You're, you're too big. I here. didn't. So I, you know, I was getting ready for the show. But when you said it, I'm fascinated. Yeah, I want to hear exactly what they have to say. Well, and Fauci should want to hear it too. Well, yeah. In fact, Fauci's name was mentioned quite a bit today. My favorite was a doctor from Nigeria, Doctor Emmanuel, aka known as Warrior. And let me tell you, this woman got up there and preached. She talked about the fact that she has treated three hundred. You heard me right. 350 patients of all ages up until in their seniors. We're talking in their 80s with multiple comorbidities. And she says that she has cured every one of them. And how? She did it using hydroxychloroquine in combination with zinc and a Z-pack. And she, when she was asked about Fauci today, she said, uh, do you have a message for Fauci? She said, I got a message for Fauci. She said, first of all, Dr. Fauci, when was the last time you put a stethoscope on a patient? She said, Fauci, you want to give a message to the American people? How about you give a message of hope? You already know the message because you know it's true that there is a cure out there and is is called hydroxychloroquine. She gave the history of hydroxychloroquine, and many of the doctors did today, and talked about the fact how the National Institute of Health, the NIH, 15 years ago, 15 years ago, they gave the whole history of coronavirus and how this is not a new novel coronavirus. It's not new. A virus is a virus is a virus. They want to pretend that it's new so that they can keep us shut down until a vaccine shows up. 
They they did the whole. Y'all need to go to Breitbart today. You need to watch every minute of these doctors, the history that they laid out about viruses. They educate you on what a virus is, how it works. They educate you about the fact that this is not anything new, nor is the treatment and the cure new. It is hydroxychloroquine. Even right now, Warrior says that you can go to the CDC site and you can see that hiccups is a symptom of coronavirus. And the CDC site recommends what? Hydroxychloroquine. When she was asked about these studies that were done, including 20 to 40 patients and how how hydroxychloroquine didn't work, she says, well, toxic tests give toxic results. They were using like 2000 milligrams of hydroxychloroquine to patients when the recommended dose is 200 twice a week. So you're giving you're you're giving toxic doses to people. And then when it doesn't work, you go, oh, see, it doesn't work. Oh, see, it doesn't work. This is a scam that's being perpetrated on the American people. And Warrior said it best. She said, as for masks, you don't need a mask. What we need is hydroxychloroquine. She says, and she says, there's a reason why. You can't find it anywhere, by the way. It's out if you if you are able to get a doctor to prescribe it to you because doctors are all taking it for themselves and hoarding it up. We talked about it. She says she has taken it herself and her family and all of her staff. They've all taken it. None of them has caught coronavirus. By the way, it is and one of the reasons why another doctor did later on in a different press conference later on in the day. He talked about how coronavirus spread around the globe. And he talked about how you want to know why coronavirus has taken root in Western cultures, but it didn't really in Africa and other and other like I, I think maybe he talked about the African continent. And he might have even talked about the Caribbean as well. But he talked about how the, uh, at, the these are countries that take hydroxychloroquine on a regular basis to prevent malaria. So guess what? Can't they, make this stuff up. They did, yeah. So this is. Fauci has lied to the American people, lied and and, she, and they talked about how this was all about politics. The depth that they went to in helping you to understand the science behind hydroxychloroquine, how it is concentrated 200 times over any other drug in the lungs. It's just th- there is political reasons behind. This is not conspiracy theory. Trump needs to get back on this. He needs every one of these doctors to be brought forth. One of the things they talked about um was uh she said again she said nobody needs to die nobody needs to die you but what you can't do is and and, and, oh and one of the things they talked about too was uh hydroxychloroquine has not been there the test studies that they did with 20 patients versus her 350 is uh too high of a dosage and also you can't give it late you you need to get in on it early they also they didn't spend a whole lot of time on ventilators but we all know the story on ventilators that that's that's the wrong uh the wrong approach to take uh they were uh, one doctor was asked about uh the inconsistency in the numbers she goes how do we know what numbers we should pay attention to she said well first of all the only number that's relevant is the mortality number it's the only number that's relevant she said when we hear case number we laugh as doctors we laugh it's ridiculous because you can be, you can test positive for something and it not even be the coronavirus, or maybe you had it and it went. We, we've talked about this ad nauseum. So the fact that the media is pushing these case numbers all day long, and you're also hearing that from Burks, and you're also hearing it from Fauci. This is a scam being propagated on the American people, and it's all for power. And you're right, Trump needs to bring these doctors in to it because, now. Be, now, because these are the doctors that are actually treating coronavirus patients. 
and they are outraged. This warrior doctor, Dr. Emanuel, she says, you know what? If I get reported to the boards, because because what has happened is we've got these pharmacy boards uh, all over the country that are refusing to fill prescriptions for doctors. They've hijacked it. And she says, you know what? If I get because she's prescribing it, she's giving it out. She says, if I get if this is if this is where where the hill I have to die on as a doctor, because I get reported, I'm I will die here because I my goal is to is to treat patients and nobody needs to die. Good for her. It's such a shame. It's ridiculous. She went on to say that 70 to 100,000 of the patients who died didn't need to die if they had been given hydroxychloroquine because they knew. Fauci has known going back to 2005 the use of hydroxychloroquine. One one of the doctors said today, yeah, if Trump hadn't touted it, maybe the, they wouldn't have come out about it. I don't agree with that. They've known about this. This is all about power. And don't tell me for a second that we don't have deep state people that are that are okay with allowing people to die for power. Look at what's happened with the nursing homes. That was something else that they they talked about today, that at least 50 percent of the people who died died in nursing homes because we're talking about seniors with comorbidity. But they said that there's even young people who died, but it's with comorbidities. But again, as Warrior said, nobody needed to die. Nobody needs to die from this. There is a cure and it's hydroxychloroquine. We're going to take a break. We come back. We're going to bring in our buddy Ed Martin. We're going to have him weigh in on this and other topics of the day. And I would love to hear from you. 888-344-1170. Be sure to follow Andrea K on Twitter at Andrea K Show. And follow her on Facebook and like her fan page at Andrea K. Kay. Spelled K-A-Y-E. AK, Dynamite and Address, or just Andrea K. Whatever you call her, don't call her fake news. It's the Andrea K Show on The Answer San Diego. Welcome back to tonight's Andrea K Show. There's all these scientists, I guess, that wrote some, you know, blog post somewhere, probably on, you know, HuffPo, I guess, maybe, um, saying that what we need is, is to shut back everything back down because of case count. Thank goodness we had these doctors come out today. I think it was it must have been led by our friend Jenny Beth Martin from Tea Party Patriots because she spoke a little bit of the mic today. I read some of their comments that they said uh, before the break, um, one of which was that the issue is not the virus that's crippling the United States. This is spider web of fear. Um, they went on to say that um, uh, in relation to kids. I'll just say this, what they talked about with kids is the kids are not carriers. They're not the drivers of this and that the only barriers to kids going back to school is not science, but unions are going to demand more money like the like the UTLA uh, wanting to defund the police. Uh, We must have this country completely reopened without masks and without six foot distancing, because I fear we've got an economist who's going to be here a little bit later on the show to talk about this latest GOP relief bill. But I fear that we're already past the point of no return. And I'm concerned about the, the how fear has crippled us. Um, but I got my buddy Ed Martin with me now. And he he, he tends to talk me off the ledge because, you know, he's got this show Pro-America Report at 7. You know, he's inside the Beltway. He's been around a long time. And, you know, and, and he can say when I'm he, and he can be honest with me and tell me when I'm off the rails. So he joins me now. Hey, Ed, welcome back to the show. Well, I, hey, Andrea, well, it's great to be with you. And I have to say it's been a few weeks. I'm glad to be back with your great listeners. I appreciate so many of them who stay on with me the next hour. But, you know, I, I, I'm with you on this. The reality of the effort of the fake news and the establishment and the, and the kind of, uh, you know, command control folks to shut us down, it is unbelievable to watch. The only thing I will say is 
I think more and more people have caught on to what you've been talking about for a long time, and I think others too, about, hey, we got to get back to normal. We all have friends that get a disease. We all have friends that have problems. It's life, right? I'm not, I'm not poo-pooing anybody who's got a problem, but we're seeing the numbers don't, uh, don't relate to the reality, and we just got to get back after it. And I think we're coming to the point in this country where it's not, no longer is it sort of, you know, Antifa and, and crazy left versus the right. It's we the people that just want America back and we're willing to live with some of the risks. We're going to take the chances. And here's the thing. Uh, nobody, you know, the, the numbers are clear. Nobody is, is, is at worst risk of dying, period. But, you know, there's just nothing to it. So, again, I, I, the thing I worry about, though, is some of our team is getting tired. You know, it's meaning some people that are should know better are just getting worn out from this fight. And uh, I'll tell you, Andrea, I've been saying this for about a month. And because I have four kids, you know, 16 and down to eight years old. And, and, and I, I will say, you want to see frustration. Let this country go five or six weeks from now where they got, you know, the biggest school districts shut down, going distance learning. Little schools, little Catholic schools, little Jewish homeschools, or I mean, Jewish uh, day schools, they're going to want to open and they're going to be told by people like Gavin Newsom and, uh, and the, mayor, uh, the mayor of D.C., you're not allowed to because of public safety. This is going to get really frustrating fast. Forget about forget about moms in Portland, big you know chubby moms standing there, uh, you know <laughs> wanting to watch them burn down the federal courthouse. You get you get, you get some mama bears that are worried about their ten year olds who can't get educated. Okay, it's well, going to get hot fast. Let me jump in there, man, because we can't have Ed Martin fat shaming anybody on the AK show now. Okay. <laughs> no, I, I wasn't. I was. I just was describing. I'm not. I'm not judging. I'm just describing. Okay. I don't. I don't make the news. I just describe. Well, you know what? Since one of them was complaining <laughs> that she got shot with some kind of some kind of pellet or whatever, she got they, shot, shot with a donut machine. She got I shot. Said. Come on. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, hey, that got, was Ed. Who said. <laughs> she, she got dragged into the Dunkin' Donuts and forced fed like a thousand of those donut holes. Come on, sister. <laughs> It's not, it's not right. I apologize. I apologize to America. I was once a fat man, so I can well, say that. Okay. <laughs> Thank you for making me laugh. Yeah, we're. We, I am going to talk a little bit about the the wall of moms a little bit later because talk about right. you know the Black on Lives Matter movement. They're smart, right? They found these white women willing to stand there and be human shields yeah. out there. It's got to be. There's got to be a law against spandex being worn in the summer. That's my new rule because that is that is not it is not what God intended. I, I, in the image and likeness of God was not wrapped in spandex. I'm sorry. I, I'm really, I'm very sorry. I, I know I'm, I'm a bad person. I admit that now. And let me, let me, have you seen the Sports Illustrated cover? Did you see that? No. Why? Who they got now? We talked about that recently, how they had a tra- oh, the no. transgender. D- no, did they- no, 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 no. It's one of those. It's like, it's like a trip. I'm, again, I'm going to really sound like a jerk. I'm not, I really was a fat man. I still am a little heavy. It's like a big plus size woman like monstrously plus size and it's a big it's like a it's just not it's just I, I mean it's she's very pretty I'm not judging anyway I'm in trouble now man yeah, wait, okay let, let's shift let's shift well we're talking about yeah d- Tater Skins has given us the move on from the what, uh, yeah. but we're going to stay on the women thing because we got to talk about Biden everybody's speculating who Biden's going to pick as, as his VP it's not going to save him and I want you to tell us you open yeah. your show every night with what what do we yep. need to know yep. what do we what need, need to know, know? Yeah. what do we need to know about Biden Biden's VP pick, the state of the race as we go, as we were down to 100 yeah, days. This is, I, I'm, glad, I'm glad this is the 
this is perfect because at the end of my show, in the last segment, I'm going to cover Kamala Harris. But I'm going to tell you the two factors that your listeners can just watch for and understand. Number one is that, that the, the people who control the Biden win that, that went through the Democratic primary, it was a combination of the establishment media that made sure to take out Bernie Sanders and take out others, you know, get them out of the way. And then the establishment Democrat Party, the, the political class, the consultants, the Clinton money people. Here's how you know who is going to win and who will be VP. The, uh, they call themselves super delegates. That's in the Democrat Party. If you've got a little jack and a little bit of money in the game and you're kind of a player, you become a super delegate. You don't have to do anything. You're just big time. And every, you know, Donna Brazil is a super delegate. You know, those kinds of people. Here's what the number one endorsed, number one candidate who got endorsements of super delegates in the primary, Joe Biden. Number two, Kamala Harris. My point here is to tell you this this whole thing has been engineered by the by the, the, the fake news and the establishment to get the candidate they think they can win. And so that's the number one dynamic. It's going to be Kamala Harris if they can control. Here's number two. Unfortunately, every time somebody thinks they're going to be president and right now, Joe Biden is looking at these silly polls and he's pulling a Hillary. He's picking out who he's going to make ambassador to this place and this and that and the other thing. And at a certain point, these people become deluded. And in that case, Joe Biden may pick whoever he wants because he thinks it doesn't matter. And, and so my point here is it really doesn't matter. No. The thing that's going to sink Joe Biden is Joe Biden. But I suspect he's going to pick wildly off of Kamala Harris. And, and there's always been something in me that said at some point, even the Democrat establishment will quit on him because they know they can't control. You know, they can't really. He's fading and ultimately they'll, they'll back away from him. But but it's going to be an interesting four or five weeks to see. Even more interesting, Andrea, forget about the VP. They've released the platform or they've floated the platform of the Democrat Party. It mentions white people, white or white people, like 15 times, all negatively. All white people wow. are this, white people are that. And it's got abortion on demand. And it doesn't have Medicare for all. So the Bernie uh, people, Bernie bros and sisters, are up in arms saying, how can you do that? 360 of them signed a letter today saying, you can't do it. You can't do this platform you, pl- you floated. Fix it because we want Medicare for all. And Biden, of course, and his people are like, we can't say that because Medicare for all. If you talk to seniors, you poll 100 seniors, 96 of them will say, don't do Medicare for all because that's coming for my Medicare. So right. it, it's, you know, if, if it's Donald Trump versus the China virus, it's going to be a tough November 3rd. If it becomes Donald Trump versus Joe Biden, it's Donald Trump in a landslide. America's going to pick yeah. away. They're not going to pick towards this craziness well, uh, that Joe Biden's camp is allowing to be who they are. Well, that's why you're absolutely right. And that's why I don't know if you had a chance to see any of the doctors that uh, held the press conference today. Uh, from Breitbart, but, you know, uh, coming out against Fauci uh, for hydroxychloroquine, talking about the the fake doctors. And uh, it it was absolutely extraordinary. And if Trump, uh, you know, were to actually side with the real scientists, the doctors who were treating the coronavirus patients and actually uh, listen to what they have to say, stand there next to them, I think he could get out of front and he would own this coronavirus. And then he would be able to successfully put the pressure on these Democrat governors and mayors to reopen uh, this country and still working on a vaccine, fine. Uh, but I think that that's the key to him winning in November. Uh, Ed Martin, every, y'all need to listen to Ed every night here at 7 p.m. on the Pro-America Report and also sign up to get his wink. How do they do that, Ed Martin? 
you know, go to proamericareport.com and you pop in there. It'll be a pop-up block. You just put your email address in. And I, I tell everybody, seriously, I don't, I don't lend my list of emails to anyone. I don't sell it. I don't rent it. I only send you those emails 5 a.m. Pacific time in your inbox. You'll see it. It's a great email. I work hard at it. I think people really appreciate it. So please go to proamericareport.com and sign up there. And every now and then I'll put a picture of Andrea with some donuts in there just to keep everybody paying attention. <laughs> no shooting donuts at women, by the way. No, just, no, no, just that's not. I, I, I was quoting someone else. That wasn't my, that was so, I, was, I was misquoted. I never said that. I, I like beer. I like beer. I like beer. I don't know. Goodbye. All right. Bye, Ed Martin. All right. Stay tuned. We're going to talk a little numbers, a little economy when we come back. Uh, Mnuchin says there's another $1,200 coming your way. Want more Andrea K? Follow her on Twitter at Andrea K Show. And like her Facebook fan page at Andrea K. Spelled K A Y E. Andrea K. Bringing the world a much needed reality check. You're listening to The Andrea K Show on The Answer San Diego. Welcome back to tonight's Andrea K Show. I'm not an economist, I don't pretend to be one. But, you know, to me, you know, we all have to manage money in our lives, right? We all have to, you know, and, and we, we try to think that we're going to be kind of using common sense, right? Which to me, you know, you should spend less than you take in, right? Not borrow more than you can pay back. You know, just kind of some common sense things. You know, don't buy cars you can't afford. Don't overextend yourself, right? So, um, you know, you want to work instead of just laying around all day long and, you know, racking up the debt, right? So, you know, it, it's, there are many Americans like me scratching our heads going, hey, wait a second. You know, we, we flatten the curve. We flatten the economy at the same time. We're supposed to be back at work. I don't understand why we're not back at work. In the meantime, we've got the Democrats and the Republicans fighting each other on who can borrow more and spend more and rack up more and more debt. And I'm trying to make some sense of it. But like I said, I'm not an economist. So I've got one joining me now. He's actually not just an economist. He's a Ph.D. He's a public policy analyst and economics expert. He's a professor of finance at Stockton University in New Jersey, featured columnist at Newsmax, The Hill, The Western Journal, and my favorite outlet, townhall.com. And it's Dr. Michael Bussler, and he joins me now. Hi, doctor. Welcome to the Andrea K. Show. Hi, Andrea. How are you? Thanks for having me. It's always my pleasure to be here. Well, thank you so much. Um, so, yeah. all right. So, um, yeah. I, I, I think we could probably all, without a crystal ball or a magic eight ball, see that when we shut down the government, got people dependent on the government. Uh, by taking their businesses yep. and their jobs away, started paying people more money yep. to stay at home than actually go back to work. We might have had a problem brewing. So tell us what what you think about the solution that's been brought forth. So um, when we did all that uh, and we shut the economy down, now, January, February, the economy was doing exceptionally well. It looked like we're uh, on track to have the best year probably in decades but the virus hit we had to shut the uh, economy down we went into a, a a short but very deep recession so to get out of the recession the federal government said we're going to pass the stimulus package we'll give mon- free money to everybody we'll give uh, extra money to people who are unemployed we'll lend money to business uh, and then when this recession's over that'll bring the economy back Actually, it worked very well. I think the recession ended on April 30th, and starting in May, we started back on a V-shaped recovery, which means we're recovering very quickly. Now, why do I say that? Uh, Month of May, we added 
2.8 million new jobs. That's a, a record for a single month. In fact, it doubles the record. Retail sales in the month of May jumped 18%. In June, we added 4.6 million jobs, almost doubling the record from before. Retail sales jumped about 8%. So the economy is on its way back. We're a little bit worried about uh, July because uh, some of the businesses now are uh, shutting down. Uh, and we see some of the uh, unemployment numbers, at least the new jobless claims are starting to go up a little bit. So there's a little bit of worry about that. Personally, I don't think we need any more stimulus from an economic standpoint, from exact, for exactly the reasons that you, you gave. Uh, and I'll talk about them in a minute. We don't need another stimulus. From a political standpoint, it's a presidential election year. Both parties want to say, look, we fixed this up. So politically, I think we're going to, they believe we need a stimulus and, and we're going to have one. So why do I say uh, that we, we don't need one? Well, the economy is recovering. And I think even with the July uh, slowdown, it will continue to recover. And before the virus hit, the federal deficit would have been $1 trillion for this year. The federal government passed stimulus packages totaling almost $3 trillion. That will get added to the deficit. So now you're looking at a $4 trillion deficit for this year, and they're talking about some more stimulus, another trillion or $2 trillion or so. We're going to end up with a $6 trillion deficit this year. So why is that a big deal? Well, the total public debt, which is all the deficits we've run up over time, before this year was $23 trillion. We're going to add six to it. That'll take it up to 29 Now, is that a problem? Economists will say to you, if the public debt is less than one year's GDP, you're usually okay and carry that. Once it gets above that, you run into a problem. GDP is only going to be a little over $20 trillion this year. So the debt is way above that, which means interest charges on the debt we have to pay. Already, they're $400 billion a year. That's $400 billion we can't spend on uh, other, other things. And the real worry is that when the government is taking all this money out of markets by selling bonds, uh, there may not be uh, enough left over in these markets for business and consumers who want mortgages and car loans and things. So um, business and perhaps consumers may get crowded out of markets. That's going to lead to uh, inflation yeah. and much higher interest rates. I would not pass any more stimulus now for those economic reasons. I do understand this is a presidential election year. Both parties are in favor of this. So something is going to get passed. It will, which is basically essentially bribing people. And, and the, it, from a political standpoint, from a strategy standpoint, I understand it, but I don't agree with it. Because I actually think that any time Republicans c- try to compete with Democrats and go Democrat light, we lose. I think we saw that in 2012 and, and, and 2008. I think the strategy should be President Trump joining with those doctors who came out today and busted Fauci, you know, that, that he's been lying about hydroxychloroquine. They're lying about the numbers and it's all about power and it's all about politics. And he needs to tell 
tell people, you know, that that we need to get back to work and that, you know, um, that this is not the catastrophic health crisis that has been made to be. And that we need to get we need to get businesses and we need to get people back to work. And, you know, we, we don't need to incentivize anybody to stay at home. They want to do one more little thing, maybe. Um, but, you know, um, it, it, but this is this is the position that he's kind of gotten himself in when he went along with the shutdowns. But I think that when he's got enough doctors coming out now that are actually treating coronavirus patients and saying we have a cure, we have a treatment, nobody needs to die. We need to stop, you know, this this nonsense about Rizdemavir or whatever it's called and waiting for a vaccine. Right. And we need to get people back at work. There's no reason not. Kids need to be back at school. This is all the left trying to use this for power. I think he can get out ahead of it and we can get back on the road of economic recovery without continuing to break the backs of our kids going forward with debt. Final thoughts, doctor. Yeah, I would agree with you completely. And for exactly the reasons that that you said, everything makes sense to let's go forward with this. Let's get the economy going once the economy is healthy. And look, we're, we're only a few months away, I think, from even having vaccines approved. More than likely by September, October, we'll have one and possibly as many as three or four vaccines approved. President Trump took a gamble and he said, look, I'm I'm pretty sure these are going to get approved. I'm going to order them to be manufactured even before they're approved. That speeds up the time um, it takes for the approval process to go into the hands of the Americans. So a lot of things positive, I think, are going to happen in the next couple of months. We need to get everything going. We have to stop spending money we don't yeah. have. And this is a good place to start. Well, thank you for being here. I appreciate it. Thank you, Andy. My pleasure. Look forward to doing it again. Thank you so much. Have a good night. All right. Well, we're going to take a break. We're going to get off this little money trip and we're going to come back. We're going to talk about Walla Moms. We're going to talk about the fact that the cancel culture. We got an update in the cancel culture. You think because you check a certain box of a minority, maybe you're a woman, maybe you're part of LBGT, maybe you're in the entertainment industry. You think you're safe? Oh, no. Wade, we hear you hear the story we've got for you. Major celebrity with a major show under fire tonight. We got more to talk about. So don't go away. Be sure to follow Andrea K on Twitter at Andrea K Show. And follow her on Facebook and like her fan page at Andrea K. Spelled K-A-Y-E. News, politics, and current events. It's the Andrea K Show on The Answer San Diego. My name's Joe Biden. I'm a Democratic candidate for the United States Senate. <laughs> My name's Joe Biden. I'm a Democratic candidate for the United States Senate. He said... What? <laughs> My name's Joe Biden. I'm a Democratic candidate for the United States Senate. <laughs> oh, and Arizona is a city, he said the other day. It's just getting it's just getting more and more pathetic. I mean, you know, no wonder Chris Wallace invited him on his show, uh, Fox News Sunday. He wouldn't go. Oh, that would have been a nail in the coffin. That would have been it. Yeah. Uh, you know, um, it, it, He's also not going to do any debates, supposedly, or he's trying to get him set up virtual. Uh, Any debate Joe does with Trump will end in disaster in his part. 
Yeah, I don't care what the polls are saying. I don't care what the polls tell you. The there's only, no way. There's the only way that Trump can lose this going into November is if a huge portion of people who voted for him in 2016 stay home. And, and I don't see that happening. I don't see it happening. I don't care how much the media, including Fox News, by the way, has tried to hide what's happening in Portland and the protest and the violence and, and the riots and all that. Uh, Kaylee McEnany was doing a, a press conference. I think it was Friday and Fox cut away from it and said at the, as soon as she started to play, the uh, video of the violence going on out there, but the American people see it. We see what's happening out there. In part because you've got these idiots like Wall of Moms out there, these white women. What's up with white women deciding, you, you know, that they're going to that they're going to be the human shields for these rioters, and then they're complaining and, and filing lawsuits. Uh, uh, there was a, the, uh, the wall of moms or five of them, I guess, filed, filed lawsuits against the Trump administration because they the food that they brought there, dopey stuff like the food that they brought there to feed the homeless has been tainted with the tear gas and that they're, they're the Trump you know, um, federal police are denying them their First Amendment rights. I mean, it's so stupid. I, I don't understand why these these women are allowing the, themselves to be used by this Black Lives Matter movement. You know, back to Trump, I'm going to say, and this is just going off of what I see and when I talk to people, I'd say he's got easy between 90 and 95 percent of the people that voted for him last time that will vote for him again this time, despite the coronavirus. That doesn't matter. Well, I will tell you the one thing that concerns me about the Trump supporters and, and suppression okay. of Trump supporters or their their um, enthusiasm waning might be if Durham and A.G. Barr do nothing and don't indict anybody. And Bucks, I think that would be a huge mistake. I think it would be. I, I think it would be. It's been three years. One of the main reasons why when people were chanting, lock her up, it was not just about Hillary Clinton. It was about an understanding long before we knew the depths of everything that had been going on with our government, and the deep state. It was an understanding that we had two sets of laws and rules for this country, those for the elites and those for us peasants. And that cannot stand. Do you when, think he's possibly just waiting last minute for that? No, I no, I don't. I think that I think that Durham and A.G. Barr are. um uh, I think that they are part of the swamp, and I think that there's there um, when A.G. Barr refused to. You look at the fact that Andrew McCabe. What was it two years ago yeah. when the Inspector General came out and recommended charges for Andrew McCabe, yep. and they still he still hasn't been charged. There's no, there's literally no excuse for that. I, if you want to go back, uh, people the people gave the excuses. Uh, well, he's waiting until he's got all. Why? Why would you wait? Did they wait? They finally got tax evasion for Al Capone. They didn't wait till they got murder on Al Capone. No, no they, they, they got tax evasion on him. They put him behind. They put him behind bars. They, they, is, is there anybody who waits until they can get the magic crime to plant to 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 prosecute a Republican for? No, they will manufacture a crime if they have to to put a Republican behind bars. Charges were recommended for Jim Comey, and he he passed. And said he wasn't going to file charges against Jim Comey. I was concerned day one with A.G. Barr because he's part of the establishment. He's part of the swamp. His wife is in some group with with, with a Bob. 
He refers to Robert Mueller as Bob. These are friends. And and no matter how much you can say somebody is about the rule of law, that somebody's going to leave their personal, you know, feelings at the door, they don't. It's it's too hard. What Trump needed to do was he needed to nominate somebody from the outside who had no personal connections, who has not spent the last 30 years having, you know, uh, you know, eggnog parties at Christmas time and everybody's wives all hanging out together. It's just it's just too. Just another case in point. Why Trump's alone? Yeah. You know, um, exactly. And I think that I think that if anybody faces prosecution, it's going to be some low level nobody. No, there's not going to be anybody of any real consequence. I think that it's going to be what we saw before uh, when it came to uh, the the covering up the the crimes of Hillary Clinton. Well, if that, that happens, it's going it's to a be, shame. It's going to be more of here's what we've identified as a problem with the process. We've identified that things were, were done from an unethical standpoint. They didn't follow proper protocol standpoint. We're going to tighten up the process. I don't believe that we're going to see any real purple. I hope I'm wrong because John Solomon was on the show last week or the week before who said that, you know, he's provided some of the greatest investigative r- r- reports on this as well as Sarah Carter. And they have said that they, you know, he said that he sees indications that charges will be will be brought forth. I hope I'm wrong. I've been right all along. I was right about coronavirus. I said from the jump, these models don't make sense. Even before Trump came out and went with the shutdowns, I said it was a bunch of crap. It was lies. And now people are having their eyes opened. Well, yeah, you know, um, uh, so we'll see. I still think right as of right now, Trump is in a good position to be reelected. You look, he's in a better position now than Obama was in 2012. Because Obama did, Obama, when he ran for office in 2008, inherited a crappy economy and said, you know, give me two years. And if I don't turn things around, you can, you can not, not elect me. Don't, don't reelect me. He's coming off the heels of Benghazi. He's coming off the heels of black Americans were peeling off in 2014 because of the unaccompanied minors, the influx coming across the border. I mean, it, it should have been a slam dunk for Mitt Romney. Had we had a, anywhere of a decent actual conservative running, it should have been a slam dunk. Before for, the for second Mitt debate, Andrea, I thought in my head, I was like, there's no way Obama's going to win. There is no way. The power of the incumbency is too strong. Even with a crappy economy, crappy Obamacare people. We're starting to feel the effects of it as their premiums were tripling and quadrupling. We saw all these these kids coming in. There was not one good thing that Obama did for this country. Not one. Not one thing that he did. Look at what Trump's got, his record prior to this pandemic. And that's why he shouldn't have gone with the shutdowns. They were looking for they were looking for anything that they could do to destroy the economy. And that's why Trump has to get with these doctors who spoke out today. Amen. He has to get with the actual real science. He has to shove Fauci and Burks aside. I didn't notice this. Somebody did uh, on and what's that? That Fauci's. Did you see that Fauci's jersey when he threw out the pitch had number 19 on it? You're kidding me. Is I that, did not notice that. Is, on top, then he sits in the stands without a mask. This man ge- was giving you the double middle finger, America, spitting in your face. Get him off my baseball field. Yeah. Absolutely despicable. Trump needs to shove him aside, shove Burks aside. Burks is, is calling for, for, I saw today that Burks is calling for more shutdowns in Kentucky. You know, you cannot be on the Gates Foundation. You cannot have been 30 years a part of the deep state. Thirty. The Fauci was with the Obama administration when 60 million Americans got the swine flu and they stopped testing. This man has no credibility and he should not be given any by the Trump administration. Trump 
needs to get with the actual doctors. He needs to get with Warrior. He needs to get with that Dr. Emmanuel from Nigeria today who has treated and cured 350 patients with hydroxychloroquine, many of whom were seniors with comorbidities. She knows what she's doing. Fauci and Burks do not. Trump needs to get with them. He needs to then, after getting with them, Stopping these shutdowns everywhere, getting businesses back reopened, no more cutting checks to people, supporting the full reopening, getting this economy back and going, and then he will slide easily into a re-election. We're sliding out for tonight, but we're going to be back tomorrow night, 6 p.m. Pacific time. Peace out. Love you all. My name is Joe Biden. I'm a Democratic candidate for the United States Senate. (laughs) 